we'll we'll finally give Tyler's runway to start. Oh yeah! As soon as he comes, <laughs> and now it comes. Yeah, it sounded like yeah, battle music from Pokemon, right? 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 Previously on the episodes of Casual Master Quest, Nick slowly dies from stage four sickness, but refuses to take treatment. His mother cries over his shoulder as he slowly slips away in the hospital. Glenn has an argument with his wife about whether or not he should finally get that post-18 circumcision done. And Tyler cosplays as a pumpkin. What will happen next? Find out this time on Casual Master Quest. Hello everybody, my name's Tyler and welcome back to another episode of Casual Master Quest. This is going to be episode 71. I'm going to come out hot to you October 21st for the world to see in here. And let's... Let's have some holiday spirit, if you will. Uh, except one person decides that it uh, has to be like 24 hours of the day. That person is Nick. Nick, how are you doing, buddy? You don't like Halloween until the day it happens? Um, no. I like Halloween maybe like the week it happens. We're still too far out from Halloween, I think. Uh, I mean, from us, in a realistic standpoint, 12 days is too far away for you. Um, no, 12 days is just about like between about 21 days is a good time to start putting up decorations and start playing like Halloween themed music. It's n- it's too early in August to play holiday music and Halloween music. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. You know, it's interesting because uh, right now it's like watching nature trying to survive. Nick is currently super sick right now, but he still strives to do his utmost to defend himself. Uh, I am, uh, I'm one of those October 1st kind of guys. So, you know, as soon as it hits October 1st, it's like, it's time to change it up. You know what? That, it seems I, like I, I'm okay with that too. Like I'm just, that, that's just me specifically. Like I think it's still too far away, but like October is the month for it. So if you're celebrating in October, great. Okay, cool. If you're celebrating Christmas towards the end of November, halfway through November, I understand that because Christmas is a bigger holiday. But if I start hearing Christmas music in September, which I've heard before, I don't understand it. Likewise. Uh, One of the people that seems to agree to me by uh, doing that little pantomiming point is actually our third, Glenn. How's it going, bud? Pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Just, uh... I'm I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Psych. Or is is it psych? Psych. Uh, Like, psych. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh no, yeah, no Jinx. Good. There we go. Jinx. Because oh. I. One, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine, ten. You owe me a coke. You gotta count to ten before they say something. Well, I had the surprise round. Don't I at least get it six seconds on you? I mean, I was able to say count to ten before you said anything, so. Okay. Uh, so, how are you feeling, bud? How's your week been going? <laughs> it's been okay. Uh, not feeling amazing. It's gotten finally cool here in LA, mostly at night. And so, like, everyone is go- like having this just initial reaction to it where they all just get a little sniffly for a while um for some of us like my my friend that i go to the gym with every morning he he was like legitimately out not at work for like a full week just with like yuckiness and fever and coughing and sneezing just and i was like man why don't you go to the doctor and just get some antibiotics or something you know if it was that bad for that long 
And he was like, oh, I, mean, with- I don't have health insurance. And I was like, you work at a doctor's office. How do you not have health insurance? And he was apparently he's got to like wait until a certain point and then the health insurance will start with them. But he hasn't been with them long okay. enough. So uh, I'll just say then- like working at a excuse me, a doctor's office. Oh, no. Uh, a doctor's <laughs> office for a uh, you think like health insurance would be like a, a understanding nod between you and the doctor as he comes in he like probably oh, gets take a care discount he's just stubborn but then like my wife started feeling yucky yesterday and now she's not feeling amazing a lot of sneezing and so I'm trying to like still be a good husband so I like made her breakfast and like but doing things where I don't have to be like really close to her you know because I don't want to be sick I don't like it and when i do get sick i'm hard sick out for like a week and a half hard um, sick yeah uh yeah. you should see a doctor if you're hard sick for like more than six hours dude <laughs> yeah but it's been good uh uh trying to stay not sick just uh hanging out i'm starting um on my own personal stream i'm starting a uh partnership and promotion for a really cool no-kill shelter here in la and at the end of the month, I'm going to be doing a, like, 8 to... T- it'll be a long stream, an 8 to 12-hour stream where any donations that come in during that time will be going directly to them to try and just help them out. They're called Best Friends, and they're all over the Los Angeles County area. I believe they have some other locations in larger cities in the U.S., but uh, my neighbor, the guy that edits Ready to Roll, they, they their dog, they got him from Best Friends, so, like, yeah, that's a cool thing that's coming up this next week so um cool. yeah i'm really excited about that that's really cool uh, do you have like um incentives set up for uh, the stream or they actually recently set up a I, let me see if i can there's they, they have a website that they're doing stuff through uh yeah tiltify um and they ah, have yeah. they're using tiltify to set up incentives give overlays uh they're tracking things i think uh jack septic eye is a part of the team and so they're like tracking right. How much money people are making. I think Jack Septica is at the top. He's got like, since TwitchCon, he's raised like $25,000 for them. God, I love Sean. He's um, so fucking funny. So, and GuardianCon uh, also uses uh, like Tiltify working with GuardianCon, the people who run oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, Tiltify is doing great work for charities and the live streaming thing. So, yeah, no, that's good. So, there's some credibility there. So, nobody, <laughs> no, don't worry, anybody listening. Glenn's not taking your money for himself. Um, <laughs> no, I would never do that. Especially if it's supposed to go to animals, what kind of monster would I be? Hey, I'm going to give you money. If you give me money, I'll give it to this no-kill shelter. Just kidding. I'm going to keep it. I'm not a monster. <laughs> it, is, yeah. it may be almost Halloween, but I am not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I'm really excited about it. And then next month, I'm going to be uh, trying to partner with To Write Love on Her Arms. Uh, so that'll be cool. Um, if you don't know about them, they usually partner with musicians and bands. Um and they are promotion of like self-care and help for those who may want to harm themselves. So um, they're a very great organization that kind of just helps people who don't see themselves as valuable to find value in themselves. Um, And they make dope shirts. So (laughs) that's part of why I found them. I saw someone wearing a shirt when I was like 16 at like some crazy, you know, rock concert for Under Oath or something. And I was like, whoa six shirt they're like yeah it's suicide prevention stuff and i was like for real and they were like yeah you should check them out and so now they're really trying to push into the streaming scene as well because they 
that's a great way to get their name out there mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. more people aware of how to receive help. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. really awesome. Yeah, because it makes sense, especially with charities that work with creative types. And it's, it's a natural transition moving into like live content uh, forms and working with the uh, creators of all kinds. Yeah. 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 And I'm trying to do that with my own personal stream to just promote causes that I care about and organizations that I love. So no, uh, good on you, man. I'm proud of you. Ah, thanks. Uh, let's spread in the joy trying to fight off uh, not playing tonsil hockey with uh, the sick wife. <laughs> Speaking of uh, being sick, though. Uh, Nick, we had to uh, raise you back up from the grave before they uh, started dropping the dirt down on you. What's going on, man? Um, just a little bit of the flu. Nothing, nothing major. Um, I have been taking medicine though, but not not pills. What? Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. What forest did you go to? Um, there's a uh, cough syrup that I use. That that my mom's. It's been nice having my mom around. First of all, because not only do I have food at home and like home cooked food I miss my mother's cooking but also she's been helping me get better because one of the hardest things about moving out and living on your own is that when you're sick it's the worst yeah like it's it's just so bad like you can't you can't do anything for yourself you just feel sad and sick and sorry and you just curled <laughs> up on the couch or the bed and you're just like I you know how do I get better and um so just some <laughs> So just a lot of tea and then there's a thing with medicine like it's it's kind of like i guess the equivalent is nyquil but it's powdered form and you mix it in with boiling water and you drink it before you sleep but it tastes nice it's like lemon and honey um and it tastes good and it's got antihistamines and all these things and you just um i think it's called neocitran or something i don't know have, have you ever had uh, throat coat <laughs> throat coat um i don't no, know if I, it's a brand up there yeah. but it is it's an herbal tea oh, i thought that was a sex that, move. like people oh my god so gross. So a lot of people here especially since i used to be a singer like i used to be a pretty well-trained singer singers professional and amateur all the way around swear by this stuff okay um so if you can find it it's probably on the internet if anything else but it's by an herbal tea company and right. they make amazing tea and it's like magic to have very least just help you feel better in a non-medicine way it's right, all right. herbal stuff so yeah i don't know i can't recommend it I, it's, yeah i recommend it no and it's, it's not specifically I, like medicine that i'm against i just have a thing against tablets like i can't i have a hard time swallowing tablets I'm scared of them um, i mean they're giant magazines why would you try to eat them man but no those are tablets never mind anyways <laughs> um yeah i can't <laughs> i can't do tablets but i am feeling better it's just my uh, uh nose and my throat that are still recovering like i have my energy back now um so at least there's that i just sound like this i just sound like i'm the most disinterested boring person in the world um <laughs> while i'm like this um i'm trying to think uh what my like non-medicine related item i like to have whenever i'm sick and the main one that comes to mind is my wife's uh, spicy cabbage soup uh you know it's very watery it's low in calories which you know with the chicken you know gives a decent amount of protein but it's meant to give the fluids and whatnot right but i like i like it super spicy that way i'm like sweating and uh the more i sweat it feels like the more i get right. toxins and whatnot out of me that way i can cycle through better but 
Well, that's why some parts of India, that's why Indian food uses some, so many spice combinations because each one of them does a specific thing for your body. And they like um, turmeric is um, an anti-inflammatory and keeps your mm. uh, immune system up. Uh, certain kind of uh, chili powders are meant to kill certain kinds of bacteria in certain parts of your body, like your throat and keeps you healthy and stuff like that. And sweet um, potato too. Yeah. Um, yeah, sweet potato too. Really? Um, mm-hmm. A common... Awesome. Uh, home remedy that i hate uh, that my mom almost tried to make me drink was is hot milk and pepper um what if you're allergic that, to dairy um and <laughs> it, 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 it anyway yeah nobody believes that no you're not allergic to dairy I'm, you're just yeah all right no, yeah. tell my bathroom that <laughs> six hours after i have a bowl yeah of you're just, uh, just <laughs> huh. i've never heard of being allergic to milk oh, oh yeah tyler You've never heard of being allergic to milk? Lactose intolerant? Oh, lactose intolerant. So, well, I mean, when you think of allergies, it means your body, like, attacks you whenever you get come in contact where lactose oh, intolerant means yes. you don't. Well, that's when your I would like to say that's also, like, North America specific where your own body attacks you. Nowhere else in the world outside of North America are allergies this deadly, save for some specific ones. Um, for example, my cousin... Her younger brother, they're 14 years apart. Um, she doesn't have any allergies. He has all the fucking allergies in the world. So I <laughs> don't know what it is. I mean, I kind of know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> before we go down all of that, um, beyond that, I've just not had enough time for games this week. So that kind of sucks. So there's not much to talk about. Um, but I'm just focusing on getting better. And uh, yeah, looking forward to Halloween because me and my roommate have a, a tradition of going downtown uh, um, regardless of what day it is uh, to look at the parade of people in all the different costumes. No matter snow, rain, sunshine, because it's going to be cold. Right now we're sitting at 50, between 40 and 50 on a daily basis. Um, and so we're going to be down there even if it rains. And we'll see. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's going to be it's That's, gonna that's be a good my time. favorite type of weather, honestly. I love that I love weather. It. Where yeah, it's yeah. not so cold that you're, like, freezing, but mm-hmm. it's cool enough that you can wear a nice sweater, maybe a hat, yeah. maybe yeah. a hat, you know, and some, like, thicker socks. And that's shorts weather for Tyler still. <laughs> How'd you know? How'd you know? At 40 uh, well, degrees? Yeah, because you were still sweating here when you became visit, and we still had some coolish nights, but it was still a little, little warm for you, or it was at nights where it was just right for you, and you were just comfortable in your shorts and oh, t-shirt. Oh, it was great. Like, uh, I think, uh, one, like, Glenn, I- I'm sure you know this, but I work third shift, mm-hmm. so, you know, I'm used to working outside at nighttime. Yeah. I've been seeing uh, between, like, 31 and 35 degrees, uh this past week and uh that's when i'm like maybe i should put on a jacket but i don't know but you're like wearing a t-shirt in 31 degrees a t-shirt and my jean shorts and i'll be walking out like i can't see my breath yet so the humidity it must not that be bad so it's how can you not see i saw my breath when it was 44 the other day it's the whole humidity thing uh it's like a dry cold right now so Uh. it doesn't penetrate as much Got it. Like fun fact, uh, there's you can look this up. There's a picture of people who are standing outside in Antarctica, naked, almost you know, in underwear, and it doesn't hurt them even though it's like negative thirty seven because there's so little moisture huh. that it doesn't penetrate the body uh, nearly as quickly. Mind but you, then they, they wouldn't throw be able a to cup do that. Of water. 
they yeah. throw a cup of hot water and it freezes in the air. <laughs> yeah, they oh, would, yeah, and they but they oh, wouldn't yeah. be able to do that like constantly. You can spend a few minutes out like that, uh, even in like uh, the middle of Canada, so Toronto, for example, and the smaller like cities around it, um, where it goes down to like minus thirty Celsius. I'm not even going to bother uh, doing the conversion. Actually, I will because I want everybody to know. Uh, but it goes down it gets so cold. That cold in Toronto. Um, it can in like some of the surrounding areas so it goes down to like minus 20 fahrenheit um and so when it rises to about like um what was it like minus four ish when it or when it goes to zero fahrenheit uh people are walking around with like t-shirts and jeans because they've just gotten so used to that cold they're like oh it's super warm now what's going on oh the sun (laughs) yeah 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 Amanda in the chat says that I wear shorts until snow is on the ground, which is technically true because, uh, I mean, once snow gets on the ground or ice or anything like that, it's like, no, I want to be covered, like, you know, head to toe, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I get Alaskan, like, at that point, it could be 31 degrees, but there's snow on the ground, fully covered. I do not like touching snow and huh. living in Michigan. It's like a way of life. So it's but, uh, more yeah. the moisture than it is the actual temperature for you. And the for me personally, yes. Uh, from okay. a meter meteorological, whatever you want to pronounce it, uh, it might be actually vastly different. I just could be a stubborn kook, which we know I am sometimes. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, uh, dry cold air, it's fine. Obviously, you don't want to breathe it in too much because okay. if it gets too cold, then. Uh, you know, it's going to affect your throat and all that. But uh, if it's, you know, only like 31 degrees with dry air, it's not going to be that bad. I just reset my voice meter there for you, Tyler. What is uh, cold to you, Glenn? Uh, cold to me is very, very dependent on where I'm at. Um, like when I went home, last time I went home uh, to Kansas for the holiday times, um, I think when we got there, it was snowing. So it was like 20, 25. And like I got out and I was cold, you know, but like, I spent, you know, I think we were there for 10 days, like we were just kind of out and about. And by the end of that, like, I was still wearing a coat, but I didn't notice it as much. You know what I mean? And like, uh, I think we went back for like a wedding. And at night, we were sitting out around the campfire. You know, it's 15 degrees outside. You know, you you can see the frost crystals in the moonlight on the grass. You know, like, it's cold, but there's a fire there. I'm fine. You know, like, you just... I don't know. It's it's less whether or not it feels cold. So right now, my feet are cold because my AC is blowing. But yeah. it's 78 degrees outside. Like So I could go outside and I don't know. It's It really is dependent on where I'm at. I'm usually pretty quick Let's to say, adapt. Temper, temperature difference means a lot to me too. If it's like, mm-hmm. if it's 70 one day and 50 like three hours later, which is known to happen, uh, that's cold to me. You know, yeah. Even though I just said, you know, hold, you know, that temperature difference will get me shivering. It's like, whew, mercy. Uh, lordy, lordy. <laughs> well, and that's why but, the I mean, desert's that's... weird because, like, even in the Midwest, like, a 20 degree difference is a big deal. So that doesn't happen a lot. But, like, right. here, it's it's going to be probably in the low 80s, but tonight it'll be 40 degrees. So there's a oh. huge temperature drop every single night. Um, and so, especially once you get into the fall and winter. Um, so people give California the hard time, but I understand where they're coming from, especially if they grew up here and they don't know anything else you know that's fair that's fair uh i myself i was supposed to go to a pumpkin farm today in my head but then i woke up and i realized that is tomorrow so <sighs> really uh, i know it's heartbreaking but you're still looking so, forward to it right you get to do it tomorrow yeah Woo! like I, I, I woke up like a kid uh scared from a nightmare and then i realized i get to go to the pumpkin <laughs> farm and then i missed the bus when i got told <laughs> yeah when i got told i wasn't gonna go i was like i sleep and uh <laughs> Fuck it, you know, oh why be away if you're not going to a pumpkin farm? 
But uh, I got to do a bunch of cool adult things today. Got to, well, not today, this week. Got to uh, set up my insurance and, you know, life insurance, health insurance, and all that stuff. Because I don't want to get slapped with a $1,200 tax penalty like the last time I decided to not go with insurance. Yeah, thanks, Obamacare. Uh, anyways. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love the president, but that's one thing I did not like. The Affordable uh, Care Act saved my life, so I can't say too much about it. <laughs> no, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Thankfully, I got lucky in the health department, but I had to, you know, I had to pay a penalty for being okay and, you know, taking the chance. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, uh, beyond that, did that. I got my 401k check from the company I was working seasonal for when I first started, uh, but that was before this. So, you know, I, I, it's weird. I have like money going away and coming back in different forms. And it's just weird how I'm not used to having money move around this much. And mm. being an adult just handling funds and stuff freaks me the fuck out. It's like, <laughs> just stay in one spot, damn you. You know, <laughs> you give me money. I'll occasionally pay money. And that's it. That's all I need. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyways, I think beyond that, didn't really have anything exciting happen this week. Uh, I am currently working on something for the wife for our anniversary, which uh, the team has saw. saw but since the wife uh, is currently behind me and also within listening distance, I can't detail what it is just yet because our anniversary is the, uh, the 1st of November, uh, the day after Halloween. To be clear, this is not your wedding anniversary. Correct. Yeah. Uh, okay, wedding was, anniversary June. is June 23rd. Yes. And so okay. this is like the first time you started dating anniversary then? Yep. This is the uh, first time that uh, she, like a week after uh, I passed out drunk in her bed before we even like close to being friends. And then she realized that uh, I was a uh, project car that she wanted to work on. And <laughs> man, what a hot Mustang she got. Yeah, and so what day, uh, what day is that, if I may ask? Like, a day no, of the month, no, it's October what? November 1st. November 1st, okay. So you guys started dating the day after me and Sarah got married. Nice. Our wedding anniversary is on the 31st, so. Like, we didn't really remember first, but we realized that our first date, where we got serious, uh, was when, I think we did dinner and a movie, but the most notable thing was we went to uh, Walmart to get 50% off the costumes, because it was the day after Halloween, and mm-hmm. I bought a banana costume because i always wanted to dress like a banana and that marked the time that my wife uh decided that she wanted oh boy my wife is actually throwing shade at me in the chat so i am gonna back out of this so we are a video game podcast as we like to (laughs) say every now and then right yeah right guys (laughs) right Mm -hmm. totally right oh sorry i just got a text message of puppies you look great nick what have you been doing this week uh what games have you gotten to play um so I, as mentioned, I haven't been able to play as much. I haven't touched Destiny this week since we've last spoken. I have not laid a single finger on Destiny. Whoa! <laughs> can can I tell you a secret? Yeah. Me neither. Oh well, yeah, that's <laughs> not a fucking surprise. Oh fuck you! <laughs> um, no, I've been playing uh, some RimWorld because I've been watching my friend Dose play. Um, fuck, it's it's called Oxygen something, and it's like a um, think of it like. Uh, that fallout game with the vault uh oh yeah fallout yeah yeah fallout. i can't it's like a side one where you yeah, have to yeah, like yeah, build yeah. rooms and stuff yeah fallout so, shelter fallout shelter yeah um i can't remember what the game is called uh survive on oxygen i think that's what it's called uh, anyways, I've been watching and playing. It's a colony manage- manager. You know, you start off with a few people, build, ex- collect materials, survive, and 
expand and then that just gave me mm-hmm. the uh, um uh, the compulsion to play RimWorld again, which is a top-down prison architect-like colony manager. Uh, it looks like it, and you build and survive. And so I've just been playing that lightly over this past week. Um, uh, I'd it's, say it's a uh, more casual, friendly version of Terraria. No, it's I wouldn't even say it's anything like Terraria because Terraria is oh. it's more um, has more parallels with you know games like Minecraft or Stardew Valley, right? Mm. Um, well, I mean, in just in terms of pure gameplay, uh, that's where you could draw parallels between. Uh, RimWorld is a strategic, um, and and I've talked about this, but it's a strategic survivor. Um, what's nice though is, uh, it's it's last time I played it, it's now in officially like this is a 1.0 release. I think it's 1.0 point like two or something, um, and it's they've put so so it, the original idea was to start it out as a storyteller. They wanted, you know, regardless of whether you start a new game, it, it wanted to tell you a story and create your own story. Uh, the game was designed with the fact that even if you lose a colonist, there's one that's going to naturally, like, come through um, and, you know, replace that person. And so when you start, when you when you start, you go to the start screen, you can pick, you get, like, if you do this classic RimWorld experience, you crash land on a planet with three colonists but at the start screen you get a choice between the three that you're going to launch with and then you get like four or five others that you can choose from right so in total there's like seven or eight and you can choose which three you want and you can see that some of them uh the you know jeff over here might um uh has uh among the selection there's jeff and then his ex-wife is here and so if you choose to ex-wife if you choose to crash land with jeff's ex-wife you know that socially they're not going to click as well because they they have these relationships with each other as ex-wife and that'll take so many uh seasons or so much time for that uh dislike to go away because uh the the like dislike can go up to 100 or minus 100 right and then that will cause mm. them to start social fights if the if they see each other as uh if that dislike scale is too far gone on either side right so there's just because you'll see them in like little chat bubbles as well when they're passing by or they're doing work they'll like a little chat bubble will pop up and then you can look through your social log and be like oh they chatted about computers um jeff insulted roger uh i don't know why <laughs> what the <laughs> uh, fuck you said that was just the first first name that popped in my head uh, jeff uh slighted uh, uh i don't know <laughs> fucking Greg. matt right Greg, like so, and so you can keep a log of all of that and they've made the combat scenes as well jeff. more narrative like it'll give you a full-on narrative <laughs> description on how the combat went who attacked who and how which part of their body was exploded so it's been really interesting uh, seeing all the changes and shit. And I've been playing, in, I've tried to play in a new biome. And I play on like the casual builder mode because I just want to build and chill out and listen to the music and stuff. Really? I don't like a challenge. You are casual? Yeah. Mm. I like with stuff like this, I don't like a challenge. I just want to chill out. I never thought of you as a casual. Oh, no. Well, that's <laughs> because that's only with shooters. When we're talking about shooters. I'm not and a this casual. Is, what's the name of this game again? Is this R- Rimworld? No. Rimworld. Yeah, Deceit is a beautiful game, which uh, that was the other game I played this week, and Deceit... Oh, God, that game. Um, I'm we, not good at Deceit. We focused it the other day, right? It was I'm not good at Deceit either. Uh, no, Deceit's an old game. It's a che- it's a free-to-play game. It's on Steam. It's like eight gigabytes. Um, you go in with six people. Two in the group are infected, and the infected have to kill the innocent, and the innocent have to escape, but they have to figure out who's infected before they escape, and it goes through three cycles. Um, each cycle has a day and a night period. You have to use the day to figure out who's infected and collect equipment, and you use the night surviving, because at night, 
the infected can transform. But to transform, they have to drink blood during the day. But when you drink blood, you make a pretty audible noise, right? So it's it's a whole lot of suspecting, and it's it's intense, especially because I can't lie very well. So it's very it's very hard for me to play as the infected because people know when I'm lying. Because there are things that yeah, I would yeah. only say when I'm infected. So uh, essentially, I don't have a good poker face. Oh, Glenn, why I did you drink that cow. blood? I didn't drink that blood. You just drank it. No, Glenn, I totally saw you drink that blood. <laughs> I'm not very good. All but my I, blood's inside of me. <laughs> I, still have, I still have fun regardless. Like, I turn the game. I play the game my own way now. Like, I, I won a game the other day by just hiding in a corner the whole time because the game before that, I came around a corner and somebody shot me in the face for no reason, and they all voted me out. I didn't have a chance to defend myself. I didn't have a chance to ask why. Uh, they just suspected me, and I was like, all right, fuck you, bitches. I just stood in the corner the entire game in each round, and Deuces. all my teammates were eaten. They'd opened the exit. The infected couldn't find me. I just... Whoop, slipped out. Yeah, fuck them. You end up yeah. winning. Great, <laughs> dickheads. Yeah. Uh, no, that's what the game does, though. Like, it, like we really get on each other's nerves, but I've gotten used to it now. And I, and yeah, no, it's fun. Uh, I've, I've just learned to dissociate myself from, from all the, from the personal feelings I attach myself to, like when I play a game. And I'm just like, I'm just here to like talk shit with the homies. And yeah, <laughs> that's good. That you know, I'm a little bit long winded, but that's that's my, those are my games for the for the week. <laughs> Let's say that's your style of uh, Town of Salem, I believe it's called. Yeah, it's Town of Salem, like Mafia, you know, Werewolf, uh, very Mafia. similar kind of games. And then Deceit does does it well, but it's still a very buggy game. But it's free to play. I'm not going to complain. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what about you, Glenn? I, how's Just, your uh, oh, World of Warcraft experience? Uh, Just hard on a grind. Welcome to your World of Warcraft Minute. Yeah. Uh... It's real good. Um, I'm second highest in my guild right now at halfway to 58. So I'm really getting up there. Um, I bought a big old two-hander sword called Destiny and I'm starting to kind of like... <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. what? Destiny? Somebody say Destiny? Destiny? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's boring. Never mind. Carry on. Uh, How do you think... Uh Bungie got the the name of their game. They actually had to look up a game from World of Warcraft when they became a part of the fold. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I mean, there's even a shout-out in this game to uh, Zelda and the the Zelda series. There's a whole quest to find Lincoln's sword and boomerang. And it's Lincoln with an H-E-N. Yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, the Legend of Zelda series got its inspiration from World of Warcraft 2, right? No, 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 no. No, it's it's a shout-out to the Nintendo series. Right. No. Yeah. Zelda the, didn't the, get their stuff from the these series. Guys. The the Zelda series from 1988 drew inspiration from the 2004 World of Warcraft MMO. No, I'm, I'm not mocking you, Tyler. Oh, okay. Yeah. Who says who says that though? Yeah, because he just claimed if that I, Bungie got their inspiration from Lens Camera. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> Tyler just claimed me. that uh, De- Bungie got their inspiration for Destiny all only through World of Warcraft. 2014 really? game when uh, uh, World of Warcraft was probably a little bit dead then. Yeah, that's where they got their inspiration from. No, but they I may said have, their you name, know, I just, not the inspiration. I, Jesus. I just, like the, I just like the sword. It's a really cool sword. It makes me way stronger. It's super dope. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm starting to get to do the cool stuff now. Like did Blackrock death. Man, you know what's not strong? Nick's argue game over here. He's, he just goes like full-on 14-year-old flame war over here trying to <laughs> send no, up the heat. But I, 
Speaking of no, that, I've had, I've had some and problems with campers, but apparently, apparently, and the, I was made aware of this by a mom friend who me. plays Horde, is that camping is a reportable offense because it, it detracts from somebody's ability to play the game. So if you get camped, you just click their name and report them and they will very, very likely get at least a warning. And if it's a, a second or third offense, they may get a ban at least for a small amount of time. Right. So. I got to report a lot of people the other day because I was in Angoro just trying to do a quest, and these same dudes like just it was a like group of it was a group of like ten level sixties, and they would literally I'm not gonna fight you. What am I gonna do? So they were all just stand around me and hit me over and over, but like slowly, so that right. I had to wait for my death to take time, and then they would cry and laugh and you know whatever yeah, it tea is bag. tea bag yeah. my body and then lick me, which is a thing you can do. It's an emote you can do, right? Um, and then they would laugh, and then they would run away, and then they would find me again after I'd respawned. Right. So that lasted for about forty-five minutes, and I almost thought about stopping for a week or so just to like—I was so mad. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to do Black Fathom Depths, or no, not Black Fathom Depths, uh, Black Rock Spire, Upper and Lower, <laughs> and uh, Molten Core. I got my attunement done for that, so I'm super stoked. I respect. I redid my talent tree, so I'm. I'm able to stance dance as if you played a warrior in World of Warcraft. You stance dance. I've got my stance dance down, baby. I actually have war- the whirlwind ability now because I never had the weapon that gave it to you inherently. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited trying to play League a little bit just because it's a nice change of pace. But I was on a 22 game losing streak in League um, until last night and I won a game in my role. <laughs> I don't count ARAMs, so... Nice. Anyway, it's been fun. It's been a good day of a good week of games. Just mostly playing WoW, so. Drum up the guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Tyler didn't get to quite play the video games he wanted to this week. He had the time. He had the time, my friends. But he has the video game blues. I have no idea what the fuck to play, guys. No. That, like, kind of slower sort of, like, Western theme would go perfect with you talking about your video game blues. <laughs> oh, you're talking about what game to play, not what music to play over your. <laughs> it just makes me sad. I, I mean, I'm sad too. I don't know what the fuck to play. All I've been playing is League of Legends, and you know what? I haven't even played anything but Arams. It's all I've been doing. It's just I sit there play Arams to pass the time. Most of the time I've been spending is either been doing, you know, adult stuff or working on D&D, which is, eh, but it's like my, my only goal is to like find different ways to murder a team member or otherwise not get murdered, depending if I'm the player DM. And so also, as I joked with Glenn, I currently have like a mental cork message board trying to figure out what the fuck is Algira from our D&D podcast, because that is like driving me batshit crazy with the different <laughs> things that she has been able to do so far. Like, Nick, I don't know if you understand like how OCD I've been like, what is Algira really, though? Is, is she Pepe a Sylvia, you know, Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> I just don't. I like. I just don't care until it's revealed because I feel like that'd be more exciting that way. I'm playing a story that I don't know, so you know, let's just find out what's in store for us. Yeah, okay. Okay. Still gonna go more in, man. Be the dude. The dude doesn't the, do. He is dude. The dude does. No, that's what uh, I saw an interview with Jeff Bridges. He was like, he rolls with the punches. <laughs> He's super yin. And his daughter was like, he was like, people were like, what's about? What is it about him? And she was like. It's not that it's that he, the dude, doesn't do. He is 
dude. And she was saying dude weirdly, but like do apostrophe ed as in did. So like he is done too, and he just kind of rolls with it. Anyway. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's, and Jeff uh... was like, yes, yes. <laughs> He didn't react that way, but Jeff Ridge's way. So. Yeah. Yes, Queen. Uh, <laughs> so, unfortunately, I haven't really been able to play video games this week. Uh, also, anytime I had free time, I was also binging Steven Universe because I'm trying to catch up with uh, my wife because she demands I need to watch the Steven Universe movie. And uh, I don't want to watch the movie if I haven't seen at least a good majority of the show. So, right. just make sense to me. Tyler, you should pick Plus, up Little Town Hero, play it, and then tell me whether I should pick it up. The Game Freak game? Yeah. I mean, I was hoping we we're gonna all play that uh, that fantasy platformer game, too, but uh, we all got excited and then never spoke about it again. Oh, yeah. We got really yeah. excited when we found the website about it, and we were like, ooh. Oh, yeah. And then we just didn't talk about it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm still down. Okay, Me that's too. fair. I mean, yeah. it did come out this week. I, I'll pick it up. Fuck it. So, uh, let's talk about the modular segment. Glenn, take it away. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I was looking at this and I completely uh, glazed over that, so I won't lie. This is going to come right out of my butt. Um, <laughs> but we What's did, the shittiest game moment we did, <laughs> We did right have a modular butt. segment last week that was put on here, and it was well-worded, and you guys changed it on me, and it got erased. And I was like, I think that's why I didn't make anything. I don't know what like, you're talking oh, about. Oh, oh, magic! There it is! <laughs> I don't know, I I'm see so it right happy. there. When okay, you get your eyes checked. Like, I was at the bottom. I think that's I watched why it get I was like, yeah, I, I mean, I think I just didn't scroll to it. Yeah, yeah, I just missed yeah, it. It's yeah. totally there. No, it's okay. Um, it's okay. Mistake. You need it. Yeah, yeah. Passive oh, oh, perception wasn't God. that high. You just well, had to really look at it. I've been doing this for like two months or something. <laughs> Idiot me. Anyway. Whoa. Um, the big whoa, question that I presented. Whoa. Bro. I know. Don't talk about bro. your friend like that. I get it. I'm sorry. No self-deprecating. Don't talk about yourself like that, dude. Yeah. No, you I'm, keep doing I'm that to beautiful. yourself, but you need just to let it do it. I need to be dude. <laughs> so the modular segment this week, I decided, if you're surprised, to take it into a fantasy tabletop realm. <laughs> Surprise. Not. Um, you all know me. I love that stuff. And one of my favorite things to do is to try and think about how that would translate to real life, how those statistics and, you know, scores would translate to you as a person. So if somebody made your character sheet, what would it look like? You know, where would your proficiencies be? And that's kind of like, I love the idea of that as a person trying to fill that up, you know? So as I'm continuing to grow as a person, have I gotten more proficiencies? Have I learned new languages? Do I know how to use new tools and stuff like that? So this one, I decided to, uh, as a group, I'd like for us to each decide what you think your highest IRL, like, characters, like, what your highest uh, statistic would be. And the, out of the choices are strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Um, what would it be if you, what do you think yours would be, what your highest one would be? Not necessarily what it is, because that's a lot of weird numbers that don't really matter too much. But what you think your highest one would be, what does ever, how do we all feel about that? And if you disagree with them, why and what do you think it would be? Because that would be kind of a fun discussion to just like, especially for you two who have been friends for much longer um, than I've been friends with you guys to just kind of like see what our perception of each other is. Because I like I like that stuff, you know, just get to talk to each other about each other in a nerdy way. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was very long winded and I apologize. No, that's okay. 
So <laughs> synonym jinx one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. Mm. You owe me half a coke because you said all right, and I said yeah or something. Copy like that. a little bit drink. <laughs> so uh, just to like, it wasn't even you. You stay out of this. Clarify oh, for people who might not be aware with D and D. So we've got strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Just very briefly, what do each one of those correlate to? Um, strength would just be general athletics, your ability to jump, climb, swim. Uh, like if you were doing a real life test, because they have real life tests to determine what your score would be right. on the internet that you can go do. It's like, how many sit-ups can you do? How many push-ups can you do in a certain amount of time? How many pull-ups can you do? How long can you, how quickly do you believe you could run a mile? Or how long could you run without being winded? Those sort of things. Um, dexterity is similar, but it is going to be more the ability to maintain balance and uh, move quickly without stumbling, that sort right. of thing. Uh, constitution is just your general ability to fight off and or resist things so like is do you get sick very often um do you have like i don't know like if you had like an autoimmune disorder or something like that that might mean you have a really low con score right, just because right. you get sick very easily that's a big problem um intelligence obviously is book smarts it's how well do you study how well do you retain information that you have learned by that mean um wisdom now, granted, there's obviously these are the six categories they've decided that all right. things fit into. So there's a lot of things that can fit into them. Wisdom is basically just, in essence, street smarts. It's uh, wisdom learned through experience, uh, in a uh, learned intelligence more than book smarting. Right. Yeah. Anyway, and then charisma is everything from being really scary, being persuasive, um, deceiving others. Right. Uh, your ability to like actors generally right. Right. have very high charisma because they're very good at yeah. Anyway. So that's, in general, what each one of those would be. But obviously, anything that's similar fits under the same umbrella. Right. Tyler, why don't you go first? <laughs> For what? Ooh. Well, I mean, you, you you know, you took a little <laughs> nap there, so you clearly knew what all of those mean. So I'm assuming you know exactly which one of yours would be highest. Uh, Well, if it's in real life, like, through us, or through me in the, the podcast or video form, I'd like to think that I can be charismatic. But, uh, like, real life me, I, I'm not very good with uh, interstitial relations beyond, you know, people I'm very close with. So I'm not very, uh, you know, hey, how are you doing? You, you know, looking friendly and chipper. So I think, like, through the internet, it would be charisma. But through modular segment, I'm not a real beef daddy. Uh, I'm big, though. I'm definitely not dexterous or, yeah. Dexterous. dexterous. Yeah. You see, I was afraid of this question because I don't know what would be my highest. I think they would all be pretty low. All of them? I, all of them. I, I still, I think you'd, uh, uh, charisma would be your highest. Like, it takes you a while to warm up to, to people in, uh, like, you know, maybe IRL, yeah. like, it might take you a while to warm up. But once you do, you're charismatic, I think. I mean, like, the closest thing I think of is, like, if I eat a good meal, then my daily constitution is, like, amazing. <laughs> but, well, but you remember, too, like, what is your job? You're, like, moving things around using your body to lift and move things for your job. Yes, I lift the pallets, I ignore the pallet jack next to it, and I just oh, carry I 800 well, pounds at a time. You don't ever have to, like, lift them with your own hands? I lift the pallet jack up and down, and then I pull it. <laughs> but it, it, we're not living in Fred Flintstone days where I gotta, you know, call the dinosaur for anything too heavy for me, but otherwise I just throw it on my back and, you know, yoink it. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know... I. It's, you know, it's a physically demanding job. It's just, uh... Oh, no. You know, it doesn't turn, like, when... It is a physically demanding job. Just it is a physically demanding job. So physically job. demanding that the internet was like, No, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> 
Um, we'll just throw in. We'll have him throw like a really, really fun, like little, the like, uh, like a testing. Blah blah. Did you did you listen to the beginning of the last podcast that I edited too? Not the one that I, we just recorded. Um, no, not yet. I haven't you gotta listen that to tip. the first. You gotta listen to the first like Wait, five so minutes. So you uh, can hear me on what stream I did right now. You did the long intro. Okay, yeah, no, I'll get I'll free. get to that. I love stuff just, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, but like we could throw something like that in here. Hopefully, what the heck happened? Do you have? A, do you want to text him? It's well. I mean, you can hear Weird. me, and maybe uh, oh. I don't know if you can see trying. me. Can you see me? I think he just needs to restart Discord. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's because uh, I'm streaming directly to it. That's weird. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is. There he is. Hi. Welcome back. Hey, buddy. What the fuck was that? Uh, no idea. Yeah. That was strange. So nothing happened to you guys? Nope. We just nope. Been hanging just out. yeah. Just you. You just got. You just left the call. And then you just went offline for us. That's like, it just like everything, the whole cameras just turned black and then it showed that the call turned the red. I'm like, the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it might have been a server issue specifically for you that just booted you off Discord completely. Did you swap it over? Y- yes. <laughs> but, okay, cool. We're here. Uh, yeah. Hi, guys. Was, we were talking about how your job is physically demanding. I was going to say, like, I think that your your intelligence and charisma are equal. I've seen a lot of, like, technical prowess, understanding, and the ability to communicate. Like, Are you talking for- about playing League of Legends with Pike? Is this no, really no, no, your no. comparison? No, I'm not. God help me. You've been you you and Nick have like worked together to like self start and create your own brand. Like that's not something that happens without some manner of decent intelligence. Like you don't just mm. decide to figure that out. Bad you theory have- crafting for D and D. Yeah, you know intelligence is not limited to you know space or physics or like rockets or no. engineering. No. Like, it could be, you know, knowledgeable about your own job, too. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. That's I, I would put those, to me, have both seemed equally high. Uh, obviously, since we haven't met in person, I haven't seen your physical capabilities, you know, but, like, I don't know. Your job is physically demanding, so I don't think that all those would be low. <laughs> well done. Performance check. Well done. Successful. <laughs> yeah. I rolled a... One. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Nick? How do you? What do you think about um, your own IRL stat? I think either um, uh, wisdom or charisma. Like I think it'd be a tie between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm good with people. Um, I'm not gonna say that I've had like super like rough experiences throughout my life, but I've seen enough and I'm empathic enough that I can relate to most people. Uh, most people out. Um, <laughs> I agree. I think my. I feel like to me if. You know, everybody else might think charisma or whatnot, but I think for me, it's become wisdom over the years because, yeah, you're right. It's like you've seen and done enough that you know how to act and think when the timing is right. Right. Yeah. How to handle things. Um. Yeah. No. I, yeah. For me, it'd be between wisdom or charisma. At the bottom would be strength and constitution. Um. And then in middle, it's between intelligence and dexterity because I still do have. I used to skateboard, so I just mm-hmm. still. And I used to play rugby, so I, you know, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the strongest, but I can, I can react in certain situations. Hell yeah, I've seen you ollie the shit out of a whole staircase. What? You ollie down a whole staircase? (laughs) Wait. He he, he might have been intoxicated, but it's okay. What? We we don't talk about that. Oh no. Are you telling me Nick doesn't even remember this? Uh, Apparently Uh, not. Nick. <laughs> Nick remembers that the back of his elmo- elbow got smashed because of it. Oh, okay. Now I remember what you're talking about. Because you said Ollie, and I thought you <laughs> literally saw me Ollie a set of stairs because I've kind of done that. 
Uh, I was going to say metaphorically then, because... Yeah, okay, thank... Oof, okay, yeah. Attempted. No. I, I tend to fall a lot when I'm... Uh, I tend to fall a lot and s- slam things when I'm drunk. So, you, you, know. you were under the poison condition, so I yeah. I respect that you know, we're not all perfect in our finest yeah. moments. Oh, that just brought back some painful memories. But yeah, no, uh, wisdom, charisma, right up there for me, I think. I mean, that's the first thing I thought, but yeah. I think the worst <laughs> in people sometimes. It's my shame. No, no, it's... Like, it was funny, I think. Like, thinking back about it, that was funny. Well, the funny thing is my perception of it is is intelligence is your highest interesting you just said the word pathic in conversation and it made sense yeah like you 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 use good verbiage i I assume empathic i said empathic you understand you said empathic yeah Yeah. you you said empathic in passing conversation and none of us had a problem with that i was just like he just used the word empathic like that is one of those words you don't hear very often. Right. And you were referring to your own charisma, which may be true still, but your ability to, like, I've seen your technical knowledge and understanding of, like, events and things like that. I don't know. My perception is, you know, like, is intelligence is top for you. Appreciate that. Yeah. What is the Snaps part two? Snaps part Um, okay. No, we're okay. Uh, <laughs> somebody got nervous. No, because, um, uh, on stream something happened. But cameras oh, okay. are back now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But um. No, we're good. Yeah. No, Glenn, tell us about yourself. Um, I think it's definitely charisma. Like that's the only high. I mean, I like I played sports all throughout my life, so I had decent like strength and dexterity for a long time. Um, that has obviously waned without you know playing team sports and being less active as an adult. Um, but um, decent constitution. Don't get sick very often. My wisdom is not always amazing, just because things tend to kind of get by me um, unless I'm really focusing. Um, my intelligence is kind of like it used to be really good but i haven't tried to hone it for a long time i don't read as much as i should i don't do my own studies on things but charisma has been my only thing for a long time i've always joked that you know if they if i could just get a job being nice to people Hmm. i would be employed forever because i love i lose my job in a week (laughs) making conversation getting to know them hearing their stories like that's one of my favorite things in the world uh which is part of the reason why dnd has just been so just a blessing and you know, right. stuff like that. So charisma, uh, definitely. No, I, I, I understand. That, well, I mean, it's the same sense. thing. The same thing for Tyler. Like, I think uh, you can't sell yourself too short in the intelligence because you have the intelligence for the games. You I'm play. gonna say I'm six foot three. How short can I sell myself as? Pretty short. Yeah, just uh, start I am crawling. Five foot nine, buddy. <laughs> um, I'm little, <laughs> but it's interesting though. What what I think is very interesting is that we all identify charisma, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense because we're doing this. Yeah, we and, are. <laughs> And to some extent, Listen we have to, to have us. some latent charismatic ability. Listen um, to my ego. <laughs> Listen to my ego. I'm important. My thoughts Smoke matter. Smoke me like a cat. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I'm just glad that we talk I about... Say, I'm just glad. That's like no shit. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'm glad, I'm glad we talk about things unabashedly and we're not shared, scared to share our opinions. Like Because a lot of people are really worried about being PC. Right. And for the most part, I think that is good, but it's like getting overly to that point, you know, like where it's actually harmful. Right, well, um, I mean, the whole so point of PC I'm, is to be mindful about how you ask a question. If yes. you truly don't understand something ask the question but there's you can ask a question in a way that's not going to insult the other person yes right 
or be mindful about the way you say or do things because you know you might you might not realize and you might be doing it unknowingly but something you might be doing or saying might offend somebody else that's that's just i think the whole point of pc but if you don't know something you should not be afraid to ask a question and which is why it's turned into a whole toxic thing and people complaining about snowflakes is because people are so quick to um attack people for asking a question that they truly were genuinely wondering they wanted that information but they just didn't know how to word it there was actually uh an influencer that was on twitter or she had a video that got put up she she was being interviewed by trevor noah who i really really enjoy because he asks great questions and interviews people of all types and has a pretty neutral stance on it and comes from a place where he can view those from a place of objective understanding um but he interviewed this girl and she was i had never heard of her before but apparently she's a very very great advocate for women's rights and things like that um and i really enjoyed how she perceived it he was like how do you feel when people you know come to you and tell you that they believe you're wrong she was like i welcome it i don't discourage being told that i'm wrong because i want to better myself you know and so like i'm just she said i'm just happy that they think i have thick enough skin that they can tell me that and then i can look at what they're saying and decide whether or not that's something i need to incorporate or change about myself and hopefully the next day i'm a better person and i was like man what a refreshing way for somebody who probably gets a lot of trolls just saying a lot of junk to try and sift through and look for the genuine ones and so i hope that's you know what we as a podcast can do as well if we get those sort of comments where we can go hey maybe we are a little more respectful about this or this or hey maybe our voice needs to be a little stronger about this or this you know so yeah i don't know where that was going i just really like what she said <laughs> it's like an improvisation like a conversation that i just think of on the fly improvisation <laughs> michael scott michael scott uh so topic of the show we do have uh technically an update if we want to add it do we want to do the update first or after i i think I feel it's like- interesting to mention it and people can find out more about it yeah we'll make sure, sure. To share a link or something absolutely so uh just a quick update to our little topic of the show last time uh the our <laughs> very very uh politically and heavily opinionated us uh, topic last time uh that regarded the whole issue with uh blizzard banning the uh hong kong uh hearthstone player uh blitzchunk and you know obviously we talked about how part it got partially reversed and all that all the you know who could be influencing and whatnot uh speaking of influencing this update shows that apparently there's fucking people from congress now the u.s congress that is uh waggling their big old political finger at blizzard now saying you uh you uh, did a naughty there. You're listening to China. That's a no-no. It's weird. Mm, I mean, Nick, as the non-American, how much do you care? Um, no, I think there. it's very. I think it's very interesting. I think this is yeah. good. Um, because the the whole the, the biggest issue with with Blizzard's like terms of service or whatever in tournaments and stuff was how vague. Uh, their position was on like what you can say like it was just very open-ended and basically gave them the power to like ban you or control whatever you like if they felt like it hurt them which to some extent is fair but it was also super vague right so now we kind of have an idea of what not to say or whatever because we need specific rules on what you can and can't say and in this specific case uh, the government's like hey listen you can't impede the things that you as an american company on american yeah. soil that we stand for uh which in and of itself i think overall is hypocrisy but i'm gonna like look over like overlook that and then hypocrisy in the sense that americans don't really have uh freedom of speech in general i think but you know that's a whole different hmm. thing um hmm. 
but, but it's good that they're like, listen, if, if you're going to enforce these rules, at least enforce them equally and don't try to like prevent people from having a voice. And then a Blizzard went and banned um, the the collegiate, the Hearthstone collegiate uh, people in the interview who did make the statement as well. They came back and banned them for six months. So oh. they've applied the same kind of um, ban, which it took them a while to get to, but at least they're being... Uniform, you know, better late than never. Thanks for being good, yeah. consistent. I don't know, I just wish they would just, like, just tell them don't do that. Just say, if you do this, you will lose just your winnings from the tournament. If you do it, you lose your winning from the tournament, and you're going to be banned for this much time. That's There's a set amount of time for deciding to voice political opinions that are not based on the game. Just no. tell them that. Be, be transparent, and then if people do it, they're doing it understanding the consequences, you know? And they were okay losing, you know, $20,000 from a Hearthstone tournament. I'm sorry. I wouldn't be. I'll use my own Twitter to, to talk about politics, you know? I don't know. No. no. It just, it, it, but it didn't just say in the, in, the, in the thing that they were thinking about just kind of removing the penalty at all in the article? Um, I don't know. Sorry, I, I had it open and then my browser froze yeah. while I was reading it. <laughs> I didn't read through it, but there's more, like, things happening, like, in the Twitch chat for the Hearthstone channel. If you even mention Hong Kong, you're banned for 24 hours. You don't have to say anything. If you just mention the words Hong Kong, you're automatically banned for 24 hours. Um, so if I got on WoW and typed Hong Kong... No, no, it, no on, like, the Twitch channel for, like, the Hearthstone championship, like, the oh, Twitch chat. Oh, okay. Um, if yeah. you, which I find absurd, like, mentioning yeah. the name of a country. But it's one of those things where as a streamer, and you've seen other bigger streamers, like to control a crowd or a mob, you kind of have to enforce certain things. But I just kind of think it's it's a ridiculous situation. Then they canceled also the big Overwatch party that they were supposed to have on the 15th yeah. in New York uh, without without any kind of word, like official statement, without any kind of warning. They just canceled it the day before because they knew protesters were going to be there. Um, and then BlizzCon is also coming up. So that's going to be interesting. It's going to be a shit show, I think. So, yeah, let's let's see. Let's see. So, anyways, like we said, topic of the show. How many people uh, remember that old handheld uh, playdate? I do. I do. Playdate? Cool. So, we got... Uh, Wait, which... Totally remember, it? and what the fuck is playdate? Cool. Glenn, what's playdate? I have no idea. Tell me more. Tell me more. Glenn like, wasn't here when we talked about playdate. No, that's... I would love to hear about it. Don't break character, Nick. So, Nick, what's Playdate? <laughs> uh, Playdate was this uh, little uh, <laughs> retro little thing with the crank on the side, and it came uh, on a subscription kind of platform for 12 games whenever it shipped, and they launch a game every week. It's this cute little device. Um, I think the base price is 149 US. Um, I can't remember who makes it. Uh, I think they're called Prime. No, Primal? Um, something. Um, but yeah, the Playdate was a cute little interesting device. Um, lots of retro style games uh, that they had planned for the uh, this little handheld travel size console. Panic. Panic. That's the fucking name. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's cool. Uh, by the same people that made Untitled Goose Game. Are they really uh, the same people that made well, Untitled Goose Game? They didn't develop, they published it. Oh, but that's still cool. Okay. No, I'm, I'm glad that. they're still yeah. doing other that's things. They've not game. sunk all their money into the one thing. I love the Untitled Goose Game. It's so good. Isn't there another version of it too now, a mod where you can just be a cat and do basically the same things? I'm sure people have already done that. <laughs> Just I'm gonna say, I, of I counters. imagine just just terrible like CGI, uh, no oh, fucking Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z or some shit. Just go dodge and just like smacks uh, like a cop or scares some uh, children away into a fucking phone booth. But yes, we're not here to talk about Playdate, the uh, the handheld that's coming out in 2020. But we are actually talking about a uh, potential. 
competitor of sorts, if you will. Uh, we have a, another announcement for something called the Analog Pocket, which is a handheld for that can play your Game Boy games, your Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Game Boy Color games. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm getting a good read from the audience. Uh, That's really neat. Sorry, I can't get... I'm just, I want to look at the notes for the show, but my browser froze and I can't even close it with Task Manager. Sorry. Yes. I'm very excited. It looks sleek as hell. So the uh, the people that are making this uh, is called Analog. Uh, it's so, you know, it makes sense that it's, you know, making a little handheld device called Analog Pocket. And it's essentially, it looks like a, like a futuristic version of a Game Boy Pocket. It's a uh, sleek black mat, has, uh, you know, the, the face buttons and all that stuff. And yeah, it can emulate and play all the uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. And uh, has a very nice resolution to it. To be clear, so, it, it can take SD cards containing games. And it can also take cartridges. So I think another thing I should point out is you can actually connect it to an HDTV as well. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hook this up to the TV, you could. That's so, really cool. You know, I- OG Link's Awakening on your TV. Yes, for sure. Ooh. Or if you want to be cool, you can play Link's Awakening DX for the Game Boy Color on TV, which is mm-hmm. Very cool. big brain. Anyways, uh, there's a couple of things I have against this, Nick. I know you wanted to bring it up. I really want to like just slam no, into this fine. damn thing. No, good. Let's let's slam into it. Sure. So the first thing I want to point out is uh, they want to sell this uh, the base thing before you can get any adapters or the ability to hook up to the TV, just a handheld by itself for two hundred dollars. Good. Uh, U.S. dollars, which is kind of rough considering I'm like you could play an emulator on your phone that you already have for free, but it's like. Well, no, this is a cool handheld device. It's going to be a bull. We also have, I believe it's called the Hyper Drifter or something like that. That's a hookup to the phone, which is like, I think, 70, 80 bucks. I don't quote me on the price. Still cheaper, but it gives you like the same vibe. Right. Well, I'm going to say, if you want to defend this, please. Not more so as defend it. More so as, uh, so you have to think about the people that they're also selling to. They're selling to people uh, based on nostalgia. Right, so people who are at at the very least around my age remember who remember who would remember having a Game Boy Advance at the very least, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's people around my age who would have kind of this spending capacity, uh, in general, right? And so this is a premium product that's m- meant to look like, uh, handheld consoles of the old, um, and they understand they're they're not stupid. They're they're very well aware of the fact that there are emulators out that the people can do this for free. Nobody would have to spend any money. But that's what they're selling you on, and the, the, this is for people who want to spend the money more so than a product that you might need, which is how I see it, which is why I'm okay with the price. I mean, it, that mindset is absolutely fair because we have the Super Nintendo Classic, we have the PlayStation Classic. I mean, people can get it for cheaper prices, but to get it in like a, a nostalgic form, especially physically, is you know something worth paying. Right. At the same time, I've always been a staunch defender of the Raspberry Pi being like the ultimate uh, game emulation emulation to like TVs and whatnot cuz it's so fucking good. Right. Um I looking at looking at from the perspective also of some of the higher end like you know the pop, more popular streamers who love retro games because this can also take um um the, like 
uh, they're planning on making adapters so they can play games from uh, the Game Gear, the Neo Geo Pocket Color, and other like you know more uh, obscure handheld devices or gaming consoles. And the fact that they're also planning to sell this with a dock that you can connect it to you know a TV, as you mentioned, um, it just seems like a more secure way of streaming older games and not having to rely on an emulator because sometimes emulators can be fucky, uh, especially because. The whole issue with like the processing clocks and speeds and stuff and modern computers go too fast for these games to keep up um it's just a more stable way and it's like a nifty gadget to have also want to point out doc sold separately doc sold separately controller sold separately both wired and bluetooth <sighs> it's rough man i just no i understand uh, 200 just for the base thing that's the same price as a Nintendo Switch Lite right now. Yes, yeah. Um, this is essentially a Nintendo Switch Lite Lite. <laughs> uh, it's just for it's a retro Nintendo Switch Lite. Is how I see it. I honestly wonder how uh, well. Like, is there any kind of legal, uh, legal, you know, dancing they have to do to make sure that they don't get in trouble for this? Because they, it's using cartridges that are meant for the Game Boy Color, which is you know makes it proprietary, but they're you know obviously emulating it. And we can assume that it's technically a Game Boy emulator. Right. There are um, there are companies that make consoles that play like uh, SNES cartridges and um, a lot of the older like Sega and Nintendo like home mm-hmm. console cartridges. So I'm sure it's probably something similar to that. And I'm sure like th- this company would have done a lot better work um, in regards to figuring out the legality of things, um, unlike uh, the Soldier <laughs> Soldier Boy console. Oh, Jesus. That fucking... <laughs> Len, you were not here to enjoy the Soulja Boy uh, handheld and the Soulja Boy console, but it was a beautiful sight. It's like watching a 30-second firework display. Just this giant... Uh, <laughs> it, it was amazing. So, I guess in my head, it's like, what would happen if somebody were to make a system that's, you know, its own operating system and all that stuff, uh, but it almost completely mimics and emulates... Uh, PlayStation 4 games and it accepts PlayStation 4 discs. Could Sony give them shit for that? Ah, uh, that's a that's a tough one. Um, maybe I I, I think mean, so. Uh, or I guess like let's look at you know your example earlier. Let's say that uh, somebody makes a third or fourth party, whatever you want to call it, console that can play Super Nintendo games. Doesn't look like it, but it can still work and operate the exact same way. But it has HDMI, so it improves it, and it'll accept Super Nintendo com- uh, games. Can they get in trouble for that? If if somebody hasn't followed all the or, or gone through all the correct legal channels, yes, I think so. Because um, I would imagine for these for these other companies that do make these uh, you know emulator consoles of their own that work with all these games, that they would have had to follow so, jump through some legal hoops for Nintendo. Nintendo and other companies be like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You're you're helping give life to you know our products, whatever. Here's our blessing, and, and we'll take whatever cut. I'm sure they had to do something of the sorts. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. Um, do what Soldier Boy did not. <laughs> and basically, say, fuck you, Nintendo. Basically, you're gonna have to do face what my did Um. Oh uh, man. So basically, this product to me is like, so. Tyler, you remember when I took you to Granville Island? Yes. So Granville Island is this little like island in the middle of the city, Glen, and it's uh, got this public market and these really cool artisanal boutique shops, and it's it's a very like interesting, fantastic place, um, very hipster, very bougie sometimes, but it's a beautiful place. Um, there's mm-hmm. a store there that sells um, very uh, basically artisanal umbrellas 
starting at about $70. Okay. Um, and this is what this product is like, the analog pocket to me, Tyler. It's a overpriced, uh, with good reason, overpriced product, but you're paying for the quality and you're paying for, you're not paying for the product. You're paying for the ideas that the product represents. And the ideas that the product represents is a simpler time in gaming. It's nostalgia. Play the dramatic music in the background. <laughs> Have the Canadian flag fly in the back. You're you're paying oh, for Canada. Yeah, you're paying for those ideals of where gaming started from. You're paying for memories. You're paying for all the good times, like growing up gaming in certain ways and with certain people and playing, you know, reliving those memories in a much more uh clean, much more polished, much more elegant version than what they what it used to be. Um that's what you're paying for in this product. That's what it looks like to me, right? Sure, yeah, you could go the cheap way and you can get emulator work just as well. Um, but then there's a good chance that you might have to keep some regular maintenance on that emulator or you might have to do something or something will get corrupted. Here, you probably wouldn't have to do that, you know, or at least not as often. So analog, if you're looking for a salesman or a marketing de- lead, um, you know, you know where to find me. That was beautiful, Nick. <laughs> in true north, strong and free. So if 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 we if we had these products with us right now, what are what are some of the first games that we'd like to play, or what that you you guys would like to play? Um, like is the list pretty comprehensive as far as just all of those different handhelds? It's suggesting that it's able to play over two thousand different games. That you know is the entire list, like full emulation capability. Which and you know, if you still have, we've had since go ahead. No, I was going to say, and if you still have some of the cartridges from your Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, you can slide them right in there. Oh, so man, that's perfect. if you can think of my yellow, I still have my yellow. I think I have Rampage, Tetris from my old, my, it was like the Tetris that I have is my dad's Game Boy Tetris from when he bought his Game Boy. He still has the light that lights up on the screen, the screen since it wasn't backlit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I would just like go crazy and just play like like pokemon yellow like it's just that that that's where i found my joy like i didn't play pretty Wait. much anything else like my guy that's pikachu okay. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they didn't have pokemon uh, brown in uh in the in the days of old it'd be pokemon shit brown. anyways uh, for eevee <laughs> just for be brown like kangaskhan version instead you know yeah i mean kangaskhan would have been a better mascot than eevee even all right listen kangaskhan's not as cute as fucking eevee right you shut your whore mouth get out of here kangaskhan is like the representation of a good mother and meanwhile it's like eevee it's like i can change i swear and it's like cool eevee i'm watching a shit turn have a shit turd with glasses and it can shoot water or some shit Eevee is a representation of the player because Eevee can be whatever it wants to be, and so can you, Tyler. You can so have a can whole you. team of just Eeveelutions and be complete. Think about that. <laughs> or it's like, I really want... Have you guys heard the song Genghis Khan by Mike Snow? <laughs> I get a little bit Genghis Khan. I want somebody to remake that as I get a little bit Genghis Khan. And just make it like a Pokemon video. Oh, I God. think that'd be a lot of fun. I, fun. I remember the uh, Pokemon episode where it's uh, the boy who got uh, left behind by like a safari family on a trip and he got raised by Kangaskhan. So it's all I hear is Kangas, Kangas, Kangaskhan. It's like, oh, God, just hearing that fucking noise just drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> so there's a game. So. Were you going to talk about what game you're going to play, Tyler? If you had yes, this, yes, Nick. But it's it's okay. You asked us the question, but you can answer your own question first. Thank you. I respect that. It's your decision. Thank you. Um, there was a game you're that welcome. I actually played a lot that I miss on my Game Boy Advance. It was a game based on um, the Spy Kids movie, the Spy Kids 3D movie, and I can't remember too much of it. But basically, it was like you battled using mechs, or it might have been a Transformers game. I can't remember. I feel like I'm crossing the two. That's a hell of a transition, yeah. Or 
and then there was even uh, a uh, Pirates of the Caribbean game. Curse, uh, I think it was the Black Curse of the Black Pearl. I think it was based on Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, because I I love Pirates of the Caribbean. I love Johnny Depp. I, like I just love that trilogy. Like it gives me no pleasure like any other series. But those were like some of the interesting games that the Advance could do. Because Curse of the Black Pearl was like a heavy strategy game. Like you had to make sure your ship was running right. There was ship. There was naval combat on the Game Boy Advance. There was like cool. side scrolling platforming combat, and there was naval combat. I'm like, what is this game? I had so much fun with it. So th- that's probably one of the games I'd like to go again because obviously I'm gonna touch Pokemon. It's gonna happen. So let's think about another game that I, that's not Pokemon, and those are the games that I played. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's only really one game I can think of that I'd want to give a shot for, and it's just because uh, it's feasibly difficult to actually have happen nowadays. Like, there are certain games out there where, you know, either by mechanics or physical objects or whatnot, that you just simply can't play them anymore because time has caused them to come obsolete. Uh, for me, that would be the uh, the Legend of Zelda Four Swords. Uh, for the Game Boy Advance, where you would have to hook up uh, four Game Boy Advances with a multi-link cable to each other to play this game. Problem is, though, having four people with four Game Boy Advances with four of these games and getting that multi-link cable to hook up together yeah, was impossible for me at, at my age. Yeah, it's like, that's perfect sword, or perfect sword, perfect storm settings to get that thing, and I never got to enjoy that. So if I could find a system, I have no idea if this thing can link up. Uh, I didn't see anything where it shows, you know, like Bluetooth setting or whatnot, which is something you could do on the phone. Like, you can link up uh, two Game Boy Colors using two phone uh, emulators, which is cool, but... Uh, <laughs> If, if I could, you know, my problem is, though, I don't, I can't. Can you imagine me trying to convince three other people, hey, you got to spend, you know, $200 in this game console so we can play Swords, you know, Swords, what's it called? Four Swords, Adve- uh, not Adventure, that's a Game Boy or GameCube version. Anyways, actual games, nothing on this thing. I would just, I'd much rather just play it on the Raspberry Pi, dude. Well, I mean, the question was if you had it in your hands, but okay, cool. So you have it in your hands, you're just going to chuck it out the window and then still pick up your Raspberry Pi? It's amazing how you just described one of the most tragic parts of my childhood history. I have a knack for that, turns out. (laughs) It's funny, but sad but true. Um, yes, fun fact, I uh, lost my Game Boy Color because my father smashed it into the ground. Yeah. It, it fucking broke my heart. But yes, uh, he didn't chuck it out of the window, per se. He chucked it out of the window into spent and destroyed it. Anyways, uh, no. If you put it in my hand, I'd look at the design. You know, I might test out maybe uh, fucking, I don't know, Super Mario Land, uh, Legend of the... Or the Six Coins or whatever the fuck right. it's called. I, I don't think uh, it would interest me all that much because I've played enough times of Pokemon on different uh, platforms and whatnot right. that just... It'd be like, cool. No, that makes sense. This is, uh, as I said, with my whole, you know, marketing pitch. This is purely a, a console for collectors. It's a handheld console for collectors, people who like collecting gadgets, uh, people with enough, um, um, <laughs> Tyler. Enough gadgets? Tyler, there's one specific person when I talk about collectors that comes to mind. Are you talking about Cam Collects War Crimes right now? I'm talking about Cam. Or are you talking Cam. about me? No, I'm talking about Cam. Uh. That man had an arcade machine in his house. So he had a single arcade machine that I've never seen him turn on. It see it doesn't I have mean, to work. I'm not sure if it worked. 
collectors just collect. They don't care. Like a lot of them sometimes don't care whether it works. They just want it. Y'all have never seen my house. I'm borderline hoarder. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so Glenn, are you saying that we're going on a house tour? When's that video coming? I mean, YouTube? the camera it only has like a cable that's like this long. Glenn, you have a phone, so. don't you? You have a phone. Of course you have. What's a phone? Yeah, have a phone. Yeah. What's a phone? You want to see my house? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, just take his phone. I don't even think he has. He does not we'll have. Do, a we'll phone. do it after. We'll do it if after. If he had a phone, show. he could respond. You know, sooner than three days. <laughs> uh, oof. What's a phone? Um. <laughs> no, just take a take a vertical house tour. Of of course, because it has to be vertical to make it annoying for everybody. Uh, just yeah. video yourself going around your house and then put it on YouTube. Just slap the baby on YouTube. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's it. Take us on a virtual walkthrough to, through your house. I'll um, do it right after this. Yeah. Okay. Promising. Cool. Um, okay. Yeah. No, that's all I have to say about yeah. the analog pocket, Tyler. And how much was this thing again? I might have dollars. Yeah, which no, is... I'll, I'll, I'll save that twice and buy myself a Switch yeah. if I'm no, going to get yeah. a handheld. You know, that's the big thing there. Yeah, if you, yeah, yeah, no, agree. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a better investment. Yeah. No, our roommate has a Switch that he never plays, and I'm like, I'm always like, dude, can can I just buy? It's that a used product. It's like, a used no, product, so no. like it's seventy five, uh, at least seventy percent worth of its original value. Yeah, I'll yeah. just buy it for like a hundred bucks. It's yeah. fine, no big deal. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, okay, no, he's also got. You know what you should go do? Pokemon Eevee. You should take it while he's asleep or something, and then see how long it takes for him to realize. If he doesn't say anything for three weeks, it's yours. Just leave the money. Give him the money as like a Christmas gift or something. <laughs> if he does say Just, something, it's grand like, larceny. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> well, not not for a, not not for a switch. That's like that's like a slap on the wrist. <laughs> Wait, so he's oh, your roommate, okay, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is his name on the lease? Yes. Fuck. Okay, so then, because in some states, in some countries, everything in the house belongs to you. So if their name's not mm-hmm. on the lease, it's yours officially. So you know. Technically. Yeah, technically. You're right. It wouldn't be grand larceny. It would just be larceny. <laughs> Free larceny? Captain Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. Movies. Comic books. I collect what comic books. <laughs> Am I foaming at the mouth? What's going on here? Who hurt you? You smell like toast, uh, Tyler? So I, I taste purple. <laughs> I taste purple. Wait, is that purple or violet? So uh, let's... Let's do uh, the game releases for this week. Uh, you know what? Glenn. I would love to, but I had to reinstall my browser, so I can't see the show notes. Nick. All right. So starting on October <laughs> 22nd, uh, The Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 3 coming out for the PS4. This is the worldwide release outside of Japan. In Japan, it already came out on the 28th of September in 2017. So uh, it's finally uh, coming out to the Western markets. Um, next up, yeah, again on the twenty second of October, WWE Two K Two O. Oh, look at them! How witty they are. Two um, K published it. October twenty second, PS Four, <sighs> Xbox One, PC. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, October twenty fifth, PS Four, Xbox One, PC. Now, I've mentioned this before. I think cons- I really don't like the fact that there's one game mode that's exclusive to the ps4 for a year mm-hmm. yeah that's dumb so just consider that please you're probably gonna buy it you know you're 12 you fucked your you fucked your friend's mom of course you did you're gonna buy it you're so cool teabagging you for everybody you kill so just so buy what game it. are we talking about call of duty modern, modern warfare. warfare oh yeah ps4 specific mode yeah it just bugs me that it didn't have my favorite gun in the original call of duty for modern warfare what's your favorite gun uh in that version of the game i think it's called i forgot also Do they not name them after the actual versions of the guns oh no i i 
trying to remember. I asked Nick uh, when he was uh, streaming the beta in the chat about it, but I have no idea what it was called. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. That was Nick, the full list of guns. So let's see if Nick it was in the chat still. I could like describe it, and he would be able to answer it immediately. But just Random. for the sake of anybody, so yes. this is uh, it's it's an M model gun, and mm -hmm. <laughs> Amanda's suggestion is called the Pew Pew Max, which you know that is uh, the ray gun that was came out <laughs> for the uh, World at War. I think it's an M. You say it was the M4? No, M4, uh, I think it's an M14. A, oh, I'm imagining a sing, single uh, shot bolt action rifle. So you could fire a single shot. You can't oh. do ground bursts. And it was such a nice, fun gun. Huh. That but might I have been there. Guns, so I, didn't, I, I didn't fuck with sniper rifles too much. Um, but yeah, um, moving on from Call of Duty because. Oh, yeah. Real quick. What's up? I used to be a semi pro airsoft player. Um, and my favorite gun is an MP5A4 because I love CQBs. Anyway, that's What's a me. CQB. Oh, if we're going to say Close like favorite gun. Okay. Uh, P90 for sure. I love P90s. But M14 was my favorite one in that game. Mm. Nice. Nice. Now, the P90 is the Pew Pew Max. Ooh. Um, okay. So, anyways, yes. Next yeah. one is uh, Medi Medieval October 25th PS4. Okay. This is a remake of um, uh, Medieval that first came out on the PS1 in 1998. Um, boy, that's big. Um, and the last game on the list uh, coming out is The Outer Worlds, October 25th, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. This is a new RPG, a uh, new Ooh. IP from Obsidian Entertainment. Um, it looks interesting. It's a very vibrant-looking game. Um, yeah, um, that's that's it for games releases. Nice, Nick. You did a great job. You're very charismatic, and I'm so proud of you. Thank you. You too. Nick, do you need, the, do you need a shot or something, or...? What are you talking about? Oh, you just seem like you're uh, slowing down. Well, yeah, when you're sick, I don't imagine you do a lot of extended communicating. So Just kind of slowing down because you're just starting a to feel bit. it. Probably need yeah. to, we need to wrap cool. it up for yeah. you. It's also a uh, little bit past lunchtime. Okay, oh. I get it. Jeez, oh, Pete, this day in gaming, <laughs> October 21st, for those uh, who are here on this coming out on Monday. So I got four games lined up for you. The first one is Battlefield 1 that came off the PS4, Xbox One, and PC three years ago. So happy third birthday of the Battlefield yeah, 1. Yeah, the first Battlefield ever. Up. No no other Battlefields oh, come out before. Shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first Battlefield ever. Like, I think um, uh, uh, it was a new copy that took off the IP. I don't have any to pull on you. Because <laughs> it's Battlefield 1. Happy birthday to Bioshock when it came out for the PS3 on 2008. Although, notably, it did come out in 2006 for the Xbox 360, if I remember correctly. 2006, uh, 2007, around that time. And then eventually came out for the PS3. As we're talking shit about games that have delayed uh, exclusivity. Uh, but yeah, ha happy uh, 11th birthday to the PlayStation 3 version of Bioshock. Uh, on that same day in 2008, happy 11th Sorry, birthday. One year difference. There is a one year difference. And yeah. so in 2007, which is actually one of the two years I suggested, eat my ass, Nick. Happy birthday, the Fable 2 that came out for the Xbox 360, Ooh. also oh. in 2008. This is the only Fable game play I played. I'm pretty sure it's the only I Fable game so I played. So many good things about Fable. I never got to play it because I was always a Sony boy. It's okay. You weren't missing much. So Mario Party 4 came out for the GameCube in 2002. So giving a happy 17th birthday to Mario Party 4. Yay. One of the Almost most enjoyed, but also horrified party games of all time. 
<laughs> which you know, it, it was a good one, but it, it was mind-numbingly long. Uh, whew, mercy. So I think that's going to be it for the show. Before uh, Nick dies from either blood loss, fluid loss, or low sugar, I have no idea which one yet. He's but things bleeding? are coming. Blood loss? Where's the blood? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but I thought I broke your heart earlier. Anyways, uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, you can find me. Um, yeah. On Twitter and Twitch at lr eleven eleven spelled out. Um, and no, no, my Twitter is different. That's the same for my Instagram and my Twitch. My Twitter it is, is lrb11th. Yeah. Uh, still is all spelled it? out. Lrthe eleventh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, mm. Yeah. And hey. Nick needs to get uh, more followers. How many followers do you have, Nick, on Twitter? On Twitter? Uh, I'm sitting at like 200 something, I think. Okay. If, if we can give uh, Nick up to get him up to 500 followers, he will reveal what LR means. Glenn, where can we find you? You can find me. I'm just going to move on quickly so that Nick doesn't have a chance to respond to that. And we'll just hopefully have it happen. Um, I uh, can be found on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Looks like Huston. And on Twitch at Razith. I'm actually working on getting those made to be the same. Um, because there's a guy that was R-A-Z-E underscore T-H. And that's too similar to Razith. So they won't let me have the name. So I'm, but he hasn't been active since 2015. So I'm hoping that mm. they'll deactivate his account. He hasn't posted anything ever, but it's just a picture of some guy. So I may have all the same on, like, everything's the same. I think my Instagram is now just Razith. So yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Yeah. And lastly, you can find us uh, through our Twitter for the podcast at MasterQuestPod. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram to search for Casual Master Quest. We also have a D&D podcast that is out. Uh, we are working on the fifth episode coming out to you very soon, and that is called Casual Quest Masters. Uh, I think we've been having a little bit of fun where uh, we have Roger Vol and Magdor uh, agreeing to interesting terms, and uh, some crazy shit is happening. Some that uh, I... I still don't understand, actually. Uh, as I said, I have the cork board uh, theory going on where I got, like, p bits of yarn tying the different pictures and shit, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Looking like Charlie uh, Day trying to connect a conspiracy theory. Pepe Sylvia! Pepe Sylvia! There is no Pepe Sylvia! <laughs> <laughs> is that the gift that you sent me, Glenn? Yeah, that's the episode okay. where he's trying to figure out he works in the mailroom but never actually does any work and tries to figure out who Pepe Sylvia is. Yeah, Fair enough. And uh, I think that's going to be it. So, also, Nikki, I need to talk to you. So, if you hear this, say hello sometime. I miss you. Anyways, that was Nick. That was Glenn. This is Tyler. And this was Casual Master Quest. We'll see you next week with another fun episode where we talk shit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I, th I think it's up there, right? We're most likely going to talk shit. Total. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> we'll see you next week. Don't forget to never stop the ground. Bye-bye. Little, 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 <laughs> little, 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 little. Oh, come on, Patrick. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com 
forward slash revelries music or just click on the link in the show descriptions. The background music is the album Top 50 Best Classical Piano Music by Brilliant Classics. You can find out more about Creative Commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 4.0.